Hi there! Before we get into the show today, I want to invite you to a brand new free masterclass I'm running on January the 20th. If you work with clients who struggle to do what they know they're supposed to do, if they can be consistent for a while, but then they always inevitably fall off the wagon a couple weeks in, or if they have a hard time communicating with you about where they're really struggling and why, this is probably one you don't want to miss. Because if you have a client like this, you are working with an emotional eater. And the tricky thing about emotional eaters is that up until now, chances are you haven't actually been given the tools to either recognize when you're working with one or guide them through their blocks in an effective way. This masterclass is called Emotional Eaters Understood. And inside, we're gonna walk through exactly how to dismantle self-sabotaging patterns and break through your client's excuses in one easy five-step conversation so you can get them out of their own way and expose the success that's waiting for them on the other side of their triggers, their emotional reactions, and their fear of change. The link to join for free can be found in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Now let's get back to the episode. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Eating is one of the most misunderstood patterns that our clients struggle with all of the time that we are not fully equipped to work with as coaches. Our traditional coaching practices don't account for emotional eating because when it comes to emotional eating, there are so many nuances to figuring out where our client fits in that spectrum that it can sometimes feel a little bit messy. It can feel unpredictable. It can feel as though we don't have a clear picture as to what is actually going on. And therefore we tend to pull away as coaches when we're working with a client who feels a little bit more emotionally demanding than we feel equipped to hold space for. So today I wanna dissect for you what an emotional eating client really is, how to know that you're working with one and what we can do within our context of being a coach without really crossing over into that therapist line so that we can feel really good working with our emotional eating clients without losing sight of the role that we're really playing inside of their journey. So. When we're working with emotional eating clients, something that we must understand about them is that first off, these clients don't only exist in the extremes. We're very conditioned to think about emotional eaters as those clients who struggle with more clinically diagnosed episodes of binge eating or um, those clients who come to us on the coaching sessions and they're just emotionally dumping all over us, but they don't really have control over their emotions. They don't really have an ability to make sense of what it is they're feeling and therefore they get hijacked by their emotions a lot. And it feels as though they're just out of control with their cravings, they're out of control in their headspace, they're out of control in their body. They're just always feeling a little bit turbulent when it comes to navigating what they're feeling in regards to food. So 
The thing that I want you to understand is that yes, these are emotional eating clients, but the client who just struggles to follow the plan consistently is also getting triggered emotionally. The client who falls into victim mentality is also being triggered emotionally. The client who comes to you wishing their progress was faster and desires to constrict some element of their plan, like dropping carbs or um, slashing their macros, these are also clients who are being triggered emotionally. An emotional eating client is simply a client who is experiencing something going on in their environment that is triggering an emotion in them. And because that emotion feels difficult to hold, it feels difficult to experience, it feels uncomfortable, they tend to reach for food in that moment to make that emotion go away, to numb it, to um, dissolve it, to take away the edge. This is all emotional eating is, and this can come in the form of binge eating, yes, but it can also come in the form of, I feel stressed today, so to avoid the things that I need to get done, I'm gonna distract myself by eating. These sorts of patterns happen all of the time, and it's so important for us to be able to understand when these patterns are happening and why these patterns are happening. So today I want to talk to you about being able to figure out when these patterns are happening first. It's so crucial for you to know that when your clients are falling into these patterns emotionally with food, that these patterns are cyclical. Okay, it's not random what's happening. There is some key element inside of all of the different contexts that they're getting triggered in that is the same. It's this commonality that I want you to begin to dissect or to pull out. So when you're working with a client who is eating for any reason other than hunger alone, we must assume that there's an emotional root to the driver that's causing them to reach for food in that moment. So let's figure out what they would identify that emotion to be. This is the commonality. Keep in mind that the way that your client is labeling what their experience is, is the meaning that they're giving it. So let's use stress as an example. Stress is a very common emotional trigger that will cause many people to want to reach for food in order to feel numb to their stress or to push that stress away or to cope with it or to delay it or whatever it is that's going on in their mind, whatever it is that they've conditioned themselves to do. Okay, so when there's an environment that they're in that is triggering a stress response in them and they're labeling that as stress, they are initiating the exact same pattern every single time in their mind. Every time they label something that they're experiencing as stressful, the same pattern gets triggered in their mind. And if the pattern that they've learned to trigger leads to them wanting to eat, to push that stress away, then that is what's going to happen every single time. So it's up to us as the coach for us to be able to identify what aspects of their life generate a feeling of stress to them 
through their lens, the way that they would identify with stress, the way that they would label it. Keep in mind the way that you label stress and the way that they label stress are two different things. So we can't assume that we know what's gonna be stressful for them because something that would be totally easy for us to navigate may actually feel quite stressful for them based on their lived experience, based on their relationship with stress or with the environment that they find themselves in that's creating that stress. So it's crucial, it's crucial that once you identify that core thread emotion, the emotion that triggers that same pattern over and over and over again in lots of different contexts, that we don't assume that we know when they're feeling that emotion based on our own perception. We always need to be checking in and preparing them for situations that will elicit that same pattern in their mind. What are the opportunities in their life that allow them the ability to label it as a stressful situation? As soon as they label it as stressful, that pattern gets triggered and they're going to crave food. Simply by being able to anticipate the different contexts in their life that they are most likely to experience the same emotional reaction in and then trigger that same mental pattern allows you to get to desires to be more empowered. And I really can't wait to hold this space for you. Big things are going to happen in this room and I want you to be a part of it. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.